Well, hi there, everybody. Sorry to interrupt your other podcasts that you're listening to, but a little uh, fun announcement to make here. Casey, in summertime, we'd like to get up to some antics. And those antics would involve getting a bunch of nerds together and doing what nerds do best, yelling at each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So we are going to do Nerd Debate live this year. <gasps> Nerd Debate 5 live. There we in go. Person. Boom. That yes. is the subtitle. We just came up with it. We will be doing this at the amazing Bullfinch Brew Pub here in Syracuse, New York. So find all the information that you need at our social media or at nightshiftradio.com. We've drank Bullfinch's beer before. Dave, the brewmaster at Bullfinch, makes amazing beers. Check out the amazing stuff that's happening in Bullfinch. You can go to bullfinchbrewpub.com. Come join us on Saturday, July the 29th at 7.30 and be sure to be ready to listen to a bunch of nerds <laughs> argue with each other. <laughs> Alright, we're going to leave your podcast now. Goodbye. <laughs> You're listening to the Never Heard of It podcast. A Night Shift Radio original. Every week we bring you the good, the bad, the weird, and lesser known streaming movies. Hit subscribe for new episodes every Thursday and Sunday. So what, what do you got going on over there? Just, I love your hair. Just look how big it is. I I am in love with it. I love uh, I love the asymmetry of it. I just, it suits you so well. I have gotten more compliments on this hair than I think I ever have <laughs> on any hair <laughs> any style <laughs> in my life. Um, and I don't know how much of that, like people have always complimented the gray. Sure. Which I'm yeah. like, compliment me on the one thing that I don't technically have control. Of. I guess I, I mean, sure. I could die, but I, I think a lot of people see it and they think that this is intentional. Yeah. <clears throat> I remember uh, my first serious girlfriend thought I had highlights. <laughs> I was like, no. You're like, no, it's, I mean, yes, but. It's uh, just, it's just my hair. It's just my hair, yeah, <laughs> which is pretty awesome. So, Caleb, I went to the movies this past week. Uh, I heard about that, and I demand that you tell me about it. Well, I mean, if you're going to be rude about it. No, maybe, fucking do it know. now. <laughs> you better do it right now. Uh, so I went and saw the movie Bullet Train. Yes. Uh, which, yeah, which, so David Litch directed this, and David Litch is the one who did uh, Deadpool 1 and Deadpool 2. Um, so uh, already I was, like, sold, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like a heist film, so it stars Brad Pitt. It's got a lot of other people in it. It's got the dude that played um, Quicksilver in the MCU, the MCU, um, not the X-Men films, the MCU one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, but I mean, it's it, it's yes. just got a great, great, great cast. So we got uh, Brad Pitt, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Brian Tyree Henry, uh, Andrew Koji, uh, Hiroki Sonata, Michael Shannon, great yeah. sandra bullock bad bunny uh for those of you who are uh are rap fans uh zazie beats who i just freaking love uh masioka who was um he was a hero in uh heroes yeah uh, yeah yeah uh he's a very small role but he was great Loved uh, him. and uh somebody that we recently reviewed in a movie uh joey king who, joey uh, king. plays yeah she plays prince uh, in this one. So she's been a prince, a princess, and has the last name King. So she's just ripping she's through that monarchy. Hollywood royalty. <laughs> she's just in, in general. Uh, but so, of course, this stars Brad Pitt. So it would be very hard for me to describe what this movie is actually about. Yeah. 
because so the general idea is Brad Pitt plays a character by the name of Ladybug, and he is hired to get onto this uh, Japanese bullet train that's mm -hmm. going from somewhere to Kyoto. Sure. And his job is to steal a briefcase and get off at a stop. That that's seems it. easy enough. Right. You just grab a briefcase, get off at the next stop. Good to go. Mm -hmm. Job done. However, there's a whole bunch of other people on this train who have <clears throat> different jobs themselves so like what? one person is sent to specifically stop him another is sent to get the case another is sent to kill the person that's going to get the person that's going to get ladybug to get the case so like it's a whole ordeal of mishmash but it's a heist film so there's all sorts of twists and like oh but you're the from the other ah and i love that i love the that double double cross the old double double cross yeah and it reminds me so for those of you who are rick and morty fans the heist episode of rick and morty is absolutely hilarious because it perfectly sums up heist films because he's like no but i knew you were gonna double cross so i did a triple cross that double cross your double cr it was just it's great he makes perfect fun of it in the end and i just i absolutely loved it important question though yeah how was the music Oh, the music's great in this movie. Uh, why do you ask? Is it Bear McCreary? Uh, I actually didn't look. It was more oh. just because I fucking love spy music. Oh, yeah. it's It's got a lot of... It feels more like a Guy Ritchie film. It feels more like Snatch than it does anything else. It's okay. very, like, British... Like, what do you mean? I'm doing the thing. I thought I was doing the thing. We're doing the thing. <laughs> like, it's very much that sort of like very quick back and forth uh, things. Like, if you've watched the trailer um, for, for any of like the longer trailers, that's pretty much the cadence of the whole film. Like, it is really okay. like pop, 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 pop the whole, the whole way through. Um, but it's absolutely great. It is uh, Dominic Lewis. Okay. Uh, looks like uh, really only been on the, the scene for like the last decade or so. Uh, was involved with him. as a composer, I should say. That's the only credits that I'm really looking at. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> was uh, involved with The Duff, MI5, Ooh. and uh, the um, DuckTales reboot. Hey. To name all a right. few The Man in the High Castle and uh, uh, a few others. Yeah. So, like, uh, I, I feel like probably not a, a particularly well known name yet, but seems like building quite a res uh, resume. So. I mean, that sounds amazing to me so far. I mean, the between the Duff and um, uh, Man in the High Castle, like that's that's pretty high acclaim. So. Yeah. So yeah. I'll take it. Hell yeah. Man. No, music was great. Writing was great. Absolutely hilarious film. Cannot recommend it enough. And uh, stayed there is a mid credit scene, so make sure to stay okay. to the end of the mid credits because it's. Uh, I, I'm not going to tell you what it is, obviously, but it's one of those uh, mid credit scenes where it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know like it just perfectly like rounds out the whole thing and like i could absolutely see a world um where like this extends out like there's oh. definitely you know like i mean italian job there was like three of those films and like spinoffs like oceans 11 like three of those like there was like eight of those movies and spinoffs and stuff like that like they're definitely like there is a world in this movie um that totally could be built out or Maybe we never see another film from it, and I would be satisfied with either. Yeah. Okay. So, like, do you, in a more, I guess, uh, contemporary example, like 
Knives Out sort of thing, where like Perfect. it, it yeah. ends, it could have been totally standalone, but as soon as they said there was going to be another, we're all like, fuck yes. We're like, yeah, hell yeah. Like, bring it on. <laughs> yeah, that's ex- that's exactly what it's like. Like, Knives Out was perfectly satisfying, and then when they announced another one, I was like, yeah. But if they never did, I would have been like, Knives Out is still a great it's, movie. I mean- Like, it just exists on its own. I- I feel like they're in the the modern world of like epic franchises. There is not enough appreciation for just a good standalone story. Yeah, and like we were just talking about that recently. I feel like you and I specifically were having this conversation about how, uh, like, sometimes you just want a good like just, just all by itself, just a one off. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about this. I, I think also, but I think about this with video games too is that I think about this very often where like sometimes just a really good single player yeah. an Elden Ring, a Skyrim, you know, uh, games like that like they just are really good and satisfying to have that one off great experience and then one and done, right? Like I don't need another I mean, you know, Horizon Forbidden Dawn, or Horizon Zero Dawn, Horizon Forbidden West, God of War, all great examples where it's like single player one and done if i got another one i'd be pleased as punch but if i didn't Mm -hmm. it wouldn't take away from the experience i had the first time around yeah and i feel like that's that's kind of the the same idea that i go for when i seek out like a a fun approachable like easy combat system jrpg something like something tell me tell me a really poorly translated story with tiny little eight or 16 bit sprites and let me spam a magic spell and like fuck yes, I'm happy. And then done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think what are those called? A uh, roguelikes. There's actually a new one coming out called Cult of the Lamb, which looks absolutely phenomenal. If you hadn't heard of that one yet. Yeah, roguelikes. That's the kind of like almost like dungeon crawler type game. Yeah, yeah. it's like the the like Top eighty down degree or isometric. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the uh, uh, the one popular, actually originally popularized by A Link to the Past from oh, Zelda. That was the yeah. first uh, bird, what's considered bird's eye uh, video game ever. Do you which is pretty awesome? How kind of cool it was in um, the Adventure of Link in Zelda Two with the fucking gold cartridge, by the way. Uh, yeah. When you start out the game and it's that top down view that you're used to in the original Legend of Zelda, and then he goes into one of the like the dungeon type places and suddenly is side scrolling. It's like what? Yeah, this is yeah Zelda Two. Yeah, Zelda Two was really cool and unique for that. That was a really that was a fun game to play. I mean, uh, obviously, for those yes. watching on YouTube, I am a big Zelda fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Zelda Two was a really. I know Zelda Two get, actually gets a lot of hate because it's the most different of all of the ones. The same thing with Wind Waker, but like in retrospect, Wind Waker is amazing, and Zelda Two is really fun. Like mm-hmm. it is still a really fun game, and I don't I, think it deserves the hate it gets. I, I don't tried. even know if it still gets the hate, but. Used to. I, I feel like it, it gets a lot of love in you know from from nostalgia. I think it gets hate yeah. when you try to play it. Uh <laughs> and I say that because uh of several years back I, I downloaded it. I think I still had my Wii maybe. Uh um, yeah. I downloaded it for a virtual console of some sort and started I had the fucking audacity, the <laughs> the hubris to uh to try to play it without some kind of walkthrough. And oh, boy, yeah. was I put in my place quickly yeah woof woof that <laughs> that sounds like a problem caleb you were recently on an adventure speaking I did. of adventures i did go on an adventure yeah so uh, my company did a like a full office-wide shutdown uh last week to give us all like kind of a mental reset awesome. uh and I, I spent the the first few days doing 
almost nothing. And it was it was amazing. Uh, I've been catching yes, up on should. a lot of reading lately and just like sitting out on my balcony, just absorbing the air uh, and all of the the uh, various like chemicals and whatnot that are <laughs> slowly <laughs> seeping into our, uh, our atmosphere. Well, when you put it that way, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, very zen. And then I was like, oh, well, uh, no, it was great. Done. It was super, super <laughs> peaceful. And then uh, we took a, a weekend trip over to Kansas City, Missouri, on the other side of the state, uh, which is a, a very easy drive. Just just one highway straight across in like four hours, maybe. Um, and just we, we got ourselves a, a hotel in the, the Crossroads neighborhood, which is kind of like right in the center of the city um is one of the the cities where like the downtown the literal downtown is actually in like the southern part of the city and okay so then there's like down yeah so there's the downtown there's the financial district up here so they are like two skylines and then we were kind of in between them uh and it was a neighborhood very similar to where we live here in st louis in fact uh, most of the the restaurants from St. Louis that have franchised out to Kansas City were in that neighborhood. We we walked by a lot of them. Oh. Like, yeah, that's familiar. Yeah. Uh, we, a couple times because we were struggling the first day day ish uh, to find decent food, and we in the past like. I'm sorry, Kansas City. Like, if you know, like, if you're from Kansas City or you know really good places, not barbecue, don't come at me with that. Uh, you know really good places to eat, at me. Let me know because we uh, we did eventually start finding some cool places, but, like, past trips and, like, the first day of this one, we struck out a lot and we're almost like, we should just go to one of the places that, uh, that right, we know. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, by the way, so for those of you watching on YouTube, our Twitter handles are directly below us. For those of you listening on your podcast player of choice, they're all in the show notes down below. Tweet at Caleb, let him know where he needs to go in Kansas City for good food. Yeah, we actually, the the first place that we found for dinner that we like really liked, uh, we asked around for opinions. And I, I think it was like the chef owner that actually came out and like gave us a few like, oh yeah, yeah we like... We work a lot with these people or like this place across the street's good. This distiller is good. They contract with the catering or like the cafe of the art museum. The Nelson Atkins, I think oh. it was. I can't remember the the, the full name of the, the museum, but it's the, the Nelson Art Museum, uh, which we took a bus down to. The transit is free. You just hop on a fucking bus or the streetcar or whatever. Awesome. Like, that's great. Uh, and we, we spent like the entire first half of the day, like, Easily like four hours just wandering around this massive, gorgeous old art museum, like exhibits awesome. from all over the world. It was so, so cool. Uh, paintings and statues and uh, even furniture like from – That's so cool. Pr- like every continent. It was amazing. Uh, but the food in the cafe was great. It was su- surprising. <laughs> <laughs> that of all places to find right? good food in the when you're on vacation, cafe. like the museum cafe is not like my number yeah. one choice. <laughs> so like we, uh, uh, there was a couple times that I, I thought about uh, going to see a movie because it was very hot. It was just hot oh, and yeah. sunny and you know, the areas that were hot in there spicy. wasn't necessarily a lot of shade. <clears throat> But uh, no, we did the we did the museum. We went to uh, they have a Union Station that is still a like an active transit station. Uh, the Amtrak goes through there, and uh, the streetcar uh, runs through there, buses, etc. Uh, but they also have some museum exhibits. I wanted to go see one on the Mayans that was not open when we were there, but there was oh. a dope ass model train exhibit. 
uh, that just That's like awesome. you could see there was just like one like 70 year old dude sitting in the corner by himself, like just slowly assembling new pieces. Uh, but it was just this massive room full of various model train setups and just these tiny little towns. There was like a a reasonably accurate uh, portion of the uh, of like downtown Kansas City made out of Legos. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. So like, oh my god, it was fun. Yeah, like it, what a little adventure. I yeah. love it. And then like we we would go out for the morning and then like mid afternoon go back to the hotel and just try to cool off for a little bit, watch sure. a bunch of HGTV. I found, I think it was called a hundred day dream home. This, okay. The, this crew, they they work with a a, a couple or a person, whatever, who wants to uh, build a house, not to, not yeah. to buy or renovate, but to build a house. And they give themselves a hundred days from groundbreak to move in to build these people their brand new house. Pretty interesting show. That is pretty interesting. Uh, I yeah. dig that. That's yeah. I mean, that's most of what I've been watching lately has actually been either like issue TV because we were on the road and we could, or like travel videos just because we're kind of feeling that bug. Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty cool in general. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, oh, fun little adventure. Speaking of another adventure, oh, uh, and it's an adventure in Dreamland. Oh, um, wait, isn't that a that's isn't that a Somnium Mario? Oh, Insomnium. <laughs> Somnium. <laughs> Samnium. Samnium. Uh, that's only funny to the people that worked on the film. And one day we will tell that story so that way you guys can all get that joke. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so the the big thing on Netflix right now is the Sandman. Yeah. It's fucking Traveling through dreams. Neil Gaiman. Fucking yeah, like, the Neil Gaiman original uh, comic book or graphic novel is, mm-hmm. well, I think it was a comic book, is now a, a show. I, I've only ever seen it in graphic novel format, so I don't know if it was it, ever I, released like by... Not, I, I never read it. I issues, yeah, I haven't either. Yeah. I, I've seen a lot of the artwork, though, because my brother was such a huge Dave McKean fan, and Dave McKean did a lot, if not all of the cover art, at least for the early oh, stuff. Yeah. Uh, like, really kind of trippy, um, like, collage part digital, part... Like seems like you know posit, probably traditional painting. Like I don't, I don't yeah. know, I don't know art, dude. I ain't, I ain't art. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've seen a lot of uh, like TikToks and stuff like that where people are doing panel, panel to screen. They're showing the panels that they did like mm-hmm. in the actual show, and it's like frame for frame, exactly like the script oh, is that. basically the same. The frames are basically the same. Like they did a really good job of emulating. Um, the uh, the source material to this new one, but uh, I yeah fucking Gwendolyn Christie as Lucifer, oh, like Christie that's Lucifer dope as shit. So good, she is so good, and and uh, you know, uh, I didn't let my daughter watch it because it's it's rated R and stuff like that. But we just finished watching The Good Place for the second time because she's obsessed <laughs> with that show. So we've just finished watching it for the second time. But uh, Kirby Howell Baptiste, uh, who played Simone in The Good Place, who is Chi- one of Chi's girlfriends, um, is uh, death in this. And she has probably one of the coolest like episodes, uh, the one that we see her in, which is like episode seven or six or seven or something. And it's just such a cool but like messed up episode but it's god it's such a good episode it's that's, what a good gothic show that's really really cool uh but yeah. imagine i'm at oh i'm gonna i'm gonna fall out of my fucking stool <laughs> i will imagine that yeah. imagine me falling out of my stool. It's, it's not that hard because i've done it because i've seen, d- it. seen it happen before uh, imagine my surprise to realize that tom sturridge was not robert pattinson <laughs> 
<laughs> I, you know, it is. He's got the hair and everything. But also, imagine my surprise that uh, that uh, Tom Surgeson is not Robert Pattinson, and it is not also Robert Smith from The Cure. Uh, so Tom Sturridge is channeling both Robert Pattinson and, uh, Robert Smith from the cure into one he's, perfect character. And let me tell you, he's both, he pulls it, he pulls it off. <laughs> he, he does it. I believe, I believe in him. See, he was, he was in a, a movie about Mary Shelley and I'm trying to find out what character he played, but it looks like maybe it was a smaller part. Was it? Oh, yeah. he wasn't the, what's his name? Baron Von Douchebag or something. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, he was no. in Velvet Lord, Buzz. Oh, oh, he was Lord Byron. Ass movie. Oh, he was Lord Byron. That was yeah, the guy. Okay. Yeah, Lord Byron. Um, I was, he was in confused the movie Velvet when, uh, Buzzsaw, which was so messed up, and I highly recommend that one too. So what a weird movie. Yeah, I was getting confused when like movie or show credits don't list a like fairly major character on like the main page. You have to dig into the yeah um, other credits and the billing thing is so weird i know i know yeah yeah that's what it is <laughs> yeah uh so there it is that's a lot of cool things so uh so we need three things from you guys did you see bullet train and did you like it uh where is good food in kansas city we need mm -hmm. to know caleb really needs to know i i doubt i'll be making my way there anytime soon but caleb really needs to know you uh, could. and then and then sandman have you guys been watching it and do you like it um, we, we want to like know, it. do, like do it. you, like, um, do you like should, so tweet at us, message us, leave a rating interview, you know, the whole spiel. We want to hear from you, uh, all about this. So, so there it is, everyone. Thanks a lot for joining us for this episode. We super appreciate it. You know, as always make sure to share with 100,000 of your closest friends. You know, we, we do it all the time and we just, we wish that you would too. Yeah, I mean, the, the list has gone down because they keep blocking us, but uh, <laughs> it's, we still send it. That's the important part, is, is the act. You know, not, not everything that you try is going to work, but the important thing is that you try. It's that you try, or don't. It huh. doesn't matter. Yeah, don't try. It's got a lot of effort. When are we, <laughs> speaking of trying, have we done Ouija Shark yet, or... Do well, they uh, still Ouija have Shark, that to look forward yeah, to? Yeah, so they have to look forward to Ouija Shark, uh, <laughs> our brand new movie as part of our uh, month-long question of are there good shark movies, with the exception of Jaws, obviously. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> and actually, uh, I shared it over on Twitter a couple of days ago, well, a week ago now, but uh, one of my coworkers for a college project edited the film Jaws, but it's only the shark and anytime a woman speaks and it's only like 12 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's after she calls it sister shark and it was part of a college project she did. So she edited the whole film down to only when a woman speaks and only scenes of the shark, which is just, it's just great. Cause it's like, where's my son? Shark, 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 <laughs> the end. <laughs> That's amazing. And I want to watch it now. It's, it's great. I tweeted it out a couple of days ago for you, but about a week ago for everyone else, I'll yeah. tweet it out again because it's absolutely phenomenal uh yeah so ouija shark is playing on tubi tv or wherever else you watch uh free me movies like that and then brand new episode coming out this sunday so for those watching head over to the podcast to make sure to hit subscribe and for those listening hey you're already there just hit that button again caleb's pointing to where you need to go on youtube to subscribe to this channel brand new episodes every thursday this is what it is it's gonna happen yeah you might right. as well be along for the ride i agree i agree so thanks a lot for joining us, everyone, and we will see you on Sunday. A father's tragic past, hidden in the adventures of a cartoon mouse. A cautionary tale on the dangers of temporal tourism. A woman searching for answers after the death of an old friend. This 
is the Storyteller series, a Night Shift Radio original. Every month, we bring a new short story to life in a full-cast audio drama. We publish a second exclusive story to our online print edition, and we give you a glimpse behind the pages with our author interview series. Subscribe to the Storyteller series wherever you listen to podcasts, and visit nightshiftradio.com for more information.